now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Doc Manson at Doc Manson. What are you eating? A brownie of some kind, I'm assuming. It is a brownie. I think uh, we may set a record. I don't know what the record is Mm -hmm. for the longest we've gone into an episode of DDT Wrestling. I am DC Matthews out there, folks, at the DC Matthews. Oh, Um, that you are DC Matthews. Thank you. I, I don't know what the record is for the longest we've gone before we actually started talking about wrestling. You know, you know who knows? <clears throat> who, who knows? Pav knows. Pav. <coughs> what is the longest Hashtag. introduction? Hashtag Pav knows. Yeah, yeah. What is the? We 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 need to know now. What's the longest intro? I like that for his shtick better than other things <laughs> for his shtick. Okay. Hashtag Pav knows. Um. But I have a feeling that we'll we'll get close because we haven't recorded a proper episode of DDT Wrestling in at least a week, if not more. So I, I have many things I would like to talk to you about, including one we teased on this week's episode of The List, mm. which is – now, did you go to, to the doctor? Did you go to a medical facility? Have you been to an allergist? You tweeted out something about the fact that you can't enjoy life anymore, <laughs> even though you're eating a brownie. Mm-hmm. So we paint a picture for us, if you please. What happened? Well, um, you know, I've been having um, digestive issues for the better part of two years now. And I really just sort of got tired of always feeling like crap and not really knowing why and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I had heard of this blood test, which is able to, um, from a simple, simple blood draw, they test your blood against, uh, something like 125 common allergens, fruit allergens. And what they do is they're basically looking for titers of IgG, which is a specific type of amino, amino, immunoglobulin that, uh, is sort of like a delayed response allergic reaction. It's not like, you know, like somebody has, uh, like you, I think if you have lobster or a shellfish, you're going yes. to immediately swell up. That would be caused by an IgE reaction. Um, that's that's an immediate sort of thing that's going to send you possibly into... Which is the website that looks at video games? Is that IGN? That's IGN, yes. Ah, this is IgE. Yes, I don't think there is an IgN in terms of immunoglobulins, though. Um, I could be wrong on that. There's an IgM. I know that, but I don't know about an N. Anyways, so the whole point here is, you know, you're not having an immediate allergic reaction, but it's possible that your body is having some sort of, you know, ongoing inflammatory response. And it can be very difficult for you to track this down through, you know, just paying attention to your diet because... An IgG response can happen, you know, three, four, five days after uh, being exposed to the allergen. So that would mean you'd have to remember what you ate five days ago. I mean, having a journal. And at that point, you're trying to make, you know, a connection with something that really could be anything. So it's very difficult to try to figure these sorts of things out on your own. Hence why 
I said, well, let's do the test. Um, sure. So. Now, is this is this an at-home test, or do you need to go to a medical facility to get the blood I think drop? typically you would go to a medical facility to do this, but through connections that I have, I was able to do it within the comfort of my own home. Well, isn't that nice? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, it's sort of an interesting thing. And anyway, so the results went out, the results come back, and... Uh, How long does it take between... Oh, it's pretty quick. Set, less than, sending out the results. I'd say less than 10 business days, so less than two weeks. Um, and all you have to do to do the test at home is, well, again, I think you would normally do it at a medical professional's office, but you just stick your... You just take one of those things, you do a, a finger stick, um, so you, you can pull blood up from your fingertip, and you just... Uh, they have this card... You spot the card. There's these circles on there. You have to fill the circle with blood. And it's just this weird sort of paper. It's sort of crinkly looking, but it's it's got these preservatives in it, basically, that will also bind proteins that are in your blood. You let that dry out. You seal it up. You send it off. They do their testing. They send you the results. And the way they send you the results, again, what they're basically looking is at is IgG titers. So these are titers of antibodies that are circulating in your bloodstream, indicating that you've had, at least at some point, some sort of allergic response. You've had an inflammatory response to these antigens, these allergens. Sure. Um, and the way they present it is they present it as, you know, categories. They show you all 125 of them if you want to go down to the nitty-gritty, and they just show you... If you had no reaction or a little bit of reaction, but once once you start getting into this reaction territory, they break it into basically five different groups. The first one they don't even bother really putting on the summary because it's a low level thing. It's probably nothing. Could be, you know, within the margin of error. The second level one, again, they're not really too concerned about the number of reactions there. Fairly low. You don't have to worry about it. it it's it's the upper three where you have to start thinking more about, okay, well, I'm clearly having some sort of reaction to this, probably causing inflammation. should probably try to, you know, go on a bit of an elimination diet, try to take these things out of your diet, see if you start feeling any better. And that should go on for about six weeks, you know, four to six weeks probably. And then you can start adding those foods back if you want. Um, their recommendations is if you're in that, th- that, that group that's third from the highest, those sure, you can, group. yeah. Those middle you group. can probably start in reintroducing to your diet after the elimination thing. You might only want to have them once or twice a week, that sort of thing. Um, but those are probably going to be okay. The ones that fall into the upper two categories, though, those titers are high enough that they basically say, "Yeah, you probably aren't going to want to eat these things Ever again." Again, so. Now, if you follow Doc Manson on Twitter, and I don't know why you wouldn't, at Doc Manson, except for the fact that he doesn't tweet anymore. Um, well, I don't watch wrestling anymore, so there's not much to tweet about. So, do you want to go through? Our, I have four things written down that I can remember. Are they the big four, or are there other things on there, too? Um, there's, do you have the card with you? Um, let me see if I might be able to find it. Give you the full rundown if you're actually interested. Well, I'm just so so the big things that you tweeted about. Yeah, go ahead. And then and then proceeded to just stop tweeting. Was gluten, yeah, eggs, yeast, and cow's milk. Yeah. Um, now yeah. I'm my curi- my curiosity for you is since there are five scales, 
where did they rank out of five? Yeah, so the absolute highest ones were gluten and wheat. And wheat, not yeast then. Wheat. Oh, yeast also was on there, but that was, I believe, the oh. third highest group. <laughs> okay. Um, what was gluten and wheat? Five? Yeah, that five was five. five. That was max. So those are things that I probably should not be eating again. Um, and also in the fifth group, right up there with, you know, common allergens, gluten and wheat, pumpkin. That's just a slap in your face. And when I first told is. you that, well, when I when I put it on to Twitter, anyway, I didn't believe you. You I didn't believe think. me because it seems like a shtick, doesn't it? Me, the guy who's probably best known for our food-related tangents. When it comes time to Shocktober, I'm trying pumpkin spice this, pumpkin spice that. Well, it wasn't even that so much as I didn't realize that you went through something that went through 125 different allergens. So I'm going, come on. Nobody is testing pumpkin. Yes, they are. But it turns out, once again, DC Matthews was incorrect, because you are testing pumpkin. What about eggs and milk? Is that a four? Three? Two? Um, Hold on. I'm just looking for the stupid... That's fine. Take your time. I've already written down a list of questions I I have. I don't know. Anyways, I can't find the the email that had... Well, it wasn't a five. What was it? Are you planning on... Because, okay, so regardless. Yeah. Regardless. Obviously, I have to imagine you weren't in a medical office. You probably got these results at home or somewhere. Yeah, relatively. They just email them to you right off the bat. Walk me through the first five minutes. Is it really one of those like life has no meeting, fall upon your sword sort of thing? Was it just a oh well, this is going to be inconvenient? Were you excited for the challenge of trying to find new things? No. And be healthy again? Not really. Um, I didn't think so. Yeah. I just I had to ask. I mean, I, I it honestly didn't phase me very much because, again, I've been having such lousy issues yeah. fighting my body really these last two years that I was ready to hear anything and be like, okay, let's try it. That is the next question, and I understand it's only been a few weeks because I have many other, like, just trivial questions. But the big thing I care about, Doc, have you noticed a general increase in your physical and perhaps mental well-being? Uh, physical, for sure. Uh, mental hasn't been bothering that much now that I, you know, I'm properly medicated for some of those conditions. Um, but... So it's hard for me to say, and that's certainly a longer-term process. Um, but, yeah, in terms of just my digestive tract, that sort of physicality, that part that of is, it. That is more of the thing that I am that I am concerned with. I mean, like I said, I've only been on this elimination diet for... I want to say two weeks. Yeah, two weeks, maybe two and a half at this point. Not much, really, in the grand scheme of things. But, yeah, night and day. Like, I feel a thousand times better. I have... Way less acid reflux, which I've been struggling Good. with for some time. Um, uh, to the point where I can remember when we lived together. Yeah. Like, tissues everywhere. And for various reasons, but one of them <laughs> being like, you just... <laughs> you just... You seemed to always have something that needed to come up, and maybe that was more of a congestion thing, but you, you've had stomach problems probably for maybe not the same length of time that I have, but for a decent amount of time that mm-hmm, I have known mm-hmm. you. 
And so that makes me feel very good to know that that is not really... Uh, do you have more energy? Do you find like you're jumping out of bed in the morning no. ready to go? No, I can't say. <laughs> but again, it's only been two weeks. So, I mean, I'm sure whatever sort of inflammatory response I'm having is, while maybe perhaps winding down, it's not, it's not, I, you know, perfect at this point. So it's going to take have some you time. Been tracking, have you been tracking your weight? Because, again, this might be a psychological thing. I feel like looking at your beautiful face on camera – I feel like there's like a more definition of your cheekbones and you know, I never you know, your felt... pectorals are jumping out a little more. <laughs> I never felt bloated. Like we have a you know mutual friend, GQ, friend of the show, who yes. he recently went gluten-free as well. And you know, he was complaining about feeling bloated all the time. Like I never felt bloated. I can never yeah. feel like I say like honestly say I felt that way. But if I were to, I don't really think I've lost any weight. You're flexing I, your bicep right now. Like, literally, your hand is over like this. And you were like, pa, 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 pa. Which way's the beach? Pa, pa. <laughs> yeah, which way to the gym, ladies? Um, no, Have but, you yeah, lost weight, though, on this program? I mean, if I, I mean, or, yes, but only maybe a couple of pounds. Like, nothing. Substantial. It's been yet. two and a half weeks, so a couple of pounds in two and a half weeks is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. So, I mean, You're again, not like I, on the potato diet, I, I do feel like, like I said, so I, I don't ever feel like I was bloated, but I do feel like I'm less puffy at the very least, like overall. Sure. Um, and so, yeah, like I'm so, well, and 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 that feeling you can't, you know, I don't know. If, I'm sure people listening to this have had some sort of intestinal turmoil, but if you have a long term problem. Oui. When it goes away, uh-huh. it's this crazy sort of feeling where you're like, wait, I don't have to do that every, like, I can just eat. Look, if you want to skip this next life. statement, you guys can go ahead and press the skip forward 30 seconds <laughs> bit on your uh, podcast player. DC, you don't have a choice, but I just want to tell you, to be able to poop like a normal human being again has just been so glorious. <laughs> I just gazed longingly at it. It was like I missed you. I just, just not to have your asshole be in, you know, utter sort of turmoil all the time. The best part, the best part was there was a slight bit of lag just as your mouth was forming the word "hole." So, <laughs> so just for that, like one second of, yeah, yeah, while still hearing you. Um, no, my my freshman year. Going into the sophomore year of college, I was vomiting almost on a daily basis. Really? With with the various issues that I had. Yeah. And so the fact that, like, and it, you know, it, I always felt like I threw up way more than the normal person. And now that I don't, it's, it is a very nice feeling to be able to eat and not feel like you're going to be sick right after. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, one of the things... I mean, I still have it a little bit at this point. Like, right now, I kind of want to clear my throat, like you were saying, congestion. Sure. <clears throat> One thing I noticed is there's a lot of congestion after eating. Um, yeah. And I do definitely feel like since cutting the gluten, cutting the eggs, cutting the dairy, like, that has been cut down dramatically. Mm-hmm. It, um, mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that, you know, sort of clears up entirely. So, yes, at the yeah. moment, I, I'm not eating gluten. I'm not eating wheat. I'm not eating eggs neither whites nor yolks they do test for that separately and they both were flagged um like i said uh no dairy not eating anything pumpkin no pumpkin no squash no um 
I would be interested if Mrs. Manson comes up. I know you were eating a brownie, and we'll get to the food section, mm-hmm. although I still have other questions. I, I would like to hear her perspective on how <laughs> how things have changed. I mean, because it's a challenge. It is, yeah. Well, but then again, you have a, a unique situation because your wife, I think, might have found it interesting and exciting to try to find things to make for you no, that well, you'd enjoy. She, she's a she's a baker. She she's a, baker. a you know. She enjoys the kitchen. Well, here's the thing. So, she's a, I, I love you, Mrs. Manson. She is a baker. And she loves trying new recipes. She gets bored. She likes to try new things all the time. Even when we find something I really like, I'm like, oh, we should make that again. The chances that it gets made again are always very low. She loves to just try different new things. But the one thing she does not like is a challenge. She does not – well, and I don't mean it that way exactly. She doesn't like – she doesn't like failing. She doesn't like when when something Ah. doesn't work out. She wants something that she knows she'll be able to do well. Correct. And gluten-free, egg-free, dairy-free is like you're you're basically like handcuffing her and tying like, you know, her legs together and essentially being like, "Okay, go run, please." Yeah, like try you're to bake away- now without any of yeah. those ingredients. Yeah. You're taking away all the weapons in her arsenal. Uh, so so yeah, I, that sat, could I be found a the emails. So just go down the list. The top category was gluten and whole wheat and pumpkin. Uh, the next category was cow's milk specifically in terms of dairy, okay. egg whites, and then the one underneath that um, was yolk. Is egg yolks, rye? That makes sense. Rye would have gluten in sure. it. Uh, watermelon yeah. of all things. Like why? Do you think watermelon? What, what would be antigenic about that? Uh, mixed types of squash, which kind of goes along with the pumpkin thing. Yeah. Basil, vanilla. Wow. Salmon. Baker's yeast, brewer's yeast, and clams. Okay. So now I got to ask this other question that I've had. And I for, I apologize to the people who, you know, were expecting something else out of this show. <laughs> but truthfully, truthfully, there are many times where this is the only time Doc and I will speak. And as, like, I, I do have many questions. How common are these allergens like you mentioned something like watermelon and all that if they're testing for it clearly more than you are allergic to them sure yeah so um, i don't know if you know the answer to this i don't don't know how common like that specific one is but i mean like if you test if you test a hundred people how many of them are going to have these things and either they're on the lower end or they're just not something that they notice because you know i've felt this way before you get used to feeling a certain way, and it's not until you change feeling that way mm-hmm. that you realize it was bad. Like, I've had that kind of bloated, kind of just yucky stomach feeling that becomes normal, and then you go on a diet or you change something, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I don't have to feel that way anymore. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing... And again, you might not have those statistics on the I thing, don't. I don't but- have the statistics, but again, it is 132 of the most common food... Allergens. Yeah. And it's not just foods. They also do additives. So, like, they test against aspartame, benzoic yeah. acid, MSG, red yeah. number three, et cetera, et cetera. So. I thought that was weird. There is a student in my building um, who is allergic to a specific food coloring. And I was like, that can't be a thing. But it totally is. Totally is. Appar- apparently, this student goes a little hyper, like, to the point where it's almost manic when they have a certain hmm. 
that's kind of their reaction. So you're not doing gluten. You're not doing eggs, wheat, milk. Right, and milk is not a big thing for me. Well, sort of. Because I've been lactose intolerant for a long time. I don't tend to have a lot of dairy, except I do enjoy ice cream, and I would have that regularly during the summer. And I'm also a big coffee drinker. I'd also like to point out that coffee is one of the things they test against, and it was fine. Thank God. Because if I couldn't (laughs) have my coffee, you might as well kill me now. You might as well just take me out back and shoot me, because... Well, but, but again... No pumpkin, which takes away a big portion of Doc Manson. Sure. But we're talking wheat. We're talking gluten. Um, I'm not an expert in the category, but beer, to me, has at least one of those two things in it. Oh, yeah. And and Um, never mind brewer's yeast is also off limits for now. You talk rye. Oh, yeah. Isn't that in whiskey? Sure. Well, so that's a thing. That's 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 a thing. Whiskey is a thing because whiskey is distilled. Um, which basically okay. means boiled, and they collect the vapor and they recondense that. So there would be no proteins in distilled hard liquors. So there would not be any allergens, despite it being made with rye or whatever. But the problem that comes in is a lot of distilleries um, will add back some of the 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 the, the pre-distilled mix to add flavor. So even though it should be completely distilled and not have those in there, different brands may or may not, which makes it a little bit more of a crapshoot. That said, like, again, this is a delayed allergy response. And unlike, you know, an IgE response, a a shellfish allergy, which is going to be immediate anaphylactic major problems. Peanuts, strawberries. Absolutely. This this is more of a, a dose dependent thing. So, sure. like, if I only have a little, it's not like, you know, someone with celiacs, if they have a little bit of gluten, they're going to feel like shit in an hour. Chances are, at some point, I'm going to be able to have gluten in little bits. And if, you know, if I have trace amounts of it in my food, it's not a big deal. If I have trace amounts uh, of of rye in my whiskey, it's probably not a big deal for me. Maybe I will feel like crap in three or four days. Who knows? But if I'm not having it regularly, it'll probably just work itself out pretty easily well, yeah. and not well, a big because, deal. Because also, you know you were having much of these things in average, maybe to above average doses. So all of these, if you're allergic to all of these things and you're eating all of these things, they're just going to build up and build up and build right, up. Right, right. Um, so at this point, like I said, luckily I was able to find some bread that is gluten-free, uh, egg-free, dairy-free. Um, so that bread is, you know, it's not the sort of thing that, you would just trying to think of what you would make it out of. Yeah, I mean it's made out of different types of flour, you know, tapioca okay. flour, oat flour. Uh, is it is it edible? Like clearly uh, I mean it's it's mm. Does it toast? Here's well, I don't know. I haven't tried toasting it, but here here's the thing. Um the mantra in the Manson household since this little experiment begun, you know, whenever I'm asked how is said item that I am trying for the first time, the answer is pretty much always the same. And that answer is, uh, it's, it's not terrible. I mean, it's not good, but I mean, it's not bad. Sure. And and so with the bread, like having on a sandwich, it's fine. 
Um, like I've had, you know, some, 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 some loaves of real dry wheat or whole grain bread that I, I really just, you're eating your sandwich, you eat about half of it and like, okay, yeah. that's enough of that. I don't have yeah. that problem with this bread. I can eat the, I can eat the whole sandwich and it's fine. It's un- inoffensive. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I, I don't know if well, I'm going to be making myself a slice of toast just to have some bread. I'm not going to be cutting sure. myself off a hunk of Italian and, and making myself a little bit of garlic bread for lunch with it. I, you know, I mean, that's not... That's not the same thing. Well, but. Let's go through the things because this is a lot of lists, but meat from the sounds of it. Oh, yeah. Open season on meat. Open season on meat. Just you got to be careful of marinades and things, you know? Sure. But with the exception of a couple of things, fruits and vegetables seem, yep, seem mostly okay. okay. Yep. No squash, no pumpkin, no watermelon. Right. Um. Well, let's see. Now I'm trying to think of what else. <laughs> There is, because your carbs are kind of you got to watch those. Have you done the gluten free pasta and all uh, of that sort of stuff? Not really, only because honestly, we didn't eat much pasta beforehand. So I wanted to recommend, and and Mrs. Matthews echoes this. We've been in, you know, we've been on a diet, um, and by my own, actually, this is one of those rare times I instigated it. <laughs> um, but uh, zucchini noodles. Hmm. You know, they have in mm-hmm. our local Mega Mart, in the produce section, they have beet noodles, they have zucchini noodles, they have all of those. I've been doing zucchini noodles with, if you do a little garlic and olive oil, both of which seem okay to you, yep. at least on here, um, very good. Yeah, you know, that you sounds good. You won't, you won't, you know, close your eyes and go, mmm, I'm eating pasta. But at the same time, if you throw it in with some steak or some chicken or whatever. Yeah, and you I, know, if I, I enjoy if it. I get... Uh, you know, desperate, sir. Not desperate, but if I want some variety, I might try it. But I mean, honestly, I don't have any problem with just getting myself a zucchini, slicing it, steaming it, and eating that. Um, so I mean, I'm I'm very open to vegetables. Not Mrs. Manson. Zucchini was so. never my zucchini was never my thing. So when I tried zucchini noodles, I didn't think I'd like them. Huh. But I just think I didn't like it when it was prepared and all soft and mealy and mushy. Like that wasn't for me. Well, that, that's the, the key, the, actually. One of the things I've sort of learned from Mrs. Manson is, um, you know, I for the most part we only lightly steam all of our vegetables. Um, Everything mushy is too much. But if you just lightly steam broccoli or cauliflower or green beans, like just so there's still a little bit of crisp to them, like they're excellent. Yeah. Um, That's the way to go. Has it affected your snacking? I'm assuming that is a gluten free brownie. Um, That is a gluten free, egg free, milk free brownie. Yes. Um, Applesauce was added in place of egg. Almond yep. milk was used in place of the dairy, and it is a gluten-free flour of some kind. Yep. And they yeah. were extremely fudgy, and honestly, they tasted like brownies. Yeah. we When we make brownies on the rare occasion that we do, we always substitute applesauce actually for the oil and then some of the egg. Okay. But... It's good. You don't notice anything. No, no, it's good. Really good. So, Real fudgy. Well, well, I am glad to hear that you f- are feeling better, of course. I'm glad to hear that you have some idea because I remember a conversation that you, the three of us had, you and myself and GQ. We were walking on a, a college campus and you said something about how, you know, you just thought you were going to continue to feel bad 
and then die. <laughs> and you didn't say that like 50, 60 years down the road. Like you were like talking as in like, you know, it was like five or six weeks away and GQ echoed the same sentiment. And I was like, God, my friends are depressing. Is this what mid-30s is like? Jesus. I mean, I still fully expect to be dead in about 15 years, but, you know. No, I don't think so. Doc Manson will outlive us all. I don't think so. I don't think Um, so. So, that's big news. Uh, I hear you installed a lamppost, which is also big news. <laughs> that was um, a pain in the ass. We don't need to. Go, we don't need to go into a serious amount of. T- the only question I had was: was it? Were you working with your father-in-law, or did you do it by yourself? I did it by myself. That makes everything better. Yeah, uh-huh. it sure Because <laughs> I know sometimes you've had to do stuff with your father-in-law, and uh, he he uh, he means well. Question mark. He does. He does. Um, I had to do a. You know. Uh, an emergency trip up north, which then resulted in a early morning trip back here to go to work and then back up north. So that was, you know, that was an event. So it's been it's been a busy couple weeks in in the dock in D.C. life. Um, however, I, I do have a general idea of what's going on in the world of wrestling. I watched way more this week than I have in the past. Um, you're when was the last time you watched wrestling? Was it Backlash? Yes, it was Backlash. Okay. Have we talked about Backlash? I don't think so. I thought it was fine. It wasn't great, but it was fine. A lot of people didn't like it. I'm going to go out on a limb and guess you didn't like it, but it was fine. You don't remember it. Yeah, I mean, it was inoffensive, so... Roman and Samoa Joe main evented. Roman won. Oh, yeah. Uh, That was just a really weird order to that show. AJ and Nakamura, that was the double low blow. Yeah, I mean, that was a good match with the lousy ending... And then the fact that that didn't end the show didn't sit super well. Yeah, I think with a lot of people, and you know, I myself. Think that was the show. Me. Seth Rollins retained the Intercontinental Title by scrambling up the ladder and beating Balor to it. That was good. Was that that show? You're not a big Seth Rollins Wasn't fan, it? I think so. Yeah, it was a ladder match, right? Maybe was that the greatest Royal? No, maybe that was the greatest Royal. Yeah, I think Rumble. that was the greatest Royal Rumble. I think he faced the Miz, didn't he? Oh yeah, that was right. Okay, that was still a really good match, though. Either way, yeah. that's been going on. We're heading to Money in the Bank. Uh, would you, how how well versed are you in? You know, have you been reading about it? Or are you just? I honestly have not looked at any of it. To get, well, then, tell me, tell me what I need to watch. Tell me why I should turn on Hulu and watch the 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 one and a half. Well, that actually, two I hour. believe that is an email we got, and we don't normally. We try to do. We usually just do the emails all together, but I can see one of the subject lines from our buddy Forrest. DC and Doc, I have two hours this week for wrestling. What do I watch? Um, Now, I can go from just this week. Um, I thought Raw and SmackDown were both fine. Um, they, you know, I enjoyed parts of the, those, both of those shows. I haven't watched NXT yet. I hear if you were a fan of UK wrestling, 205 Live was great because some, I think WWE is having another UK tournament. This time the winner faces Pete Dunne, but they're getting all of the guys they missed the first time around. El Ligero, who's a, you know, famed uh, UK wrestler, Dave Mastiff, uh, a bunch of names that our UK friends know very, very well. Joe Coffey, um, all are going to be signed at least for that weekend, if not more. It sounds like we're heading towards an actual UK show. Nah. The, 
I've missed you. I don't buy it for a second. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's totally fine. Um, so let's see. So to answer his question, what would I watch? You know, and it sounds like he wants to watch one specific show. I, you know, I tend not to do that. Um, Roman Reigns is feuding with Jinder Mahal. That is happening <laughs> in wrestling right now. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! <laughs> no, that's totally happening. Uh, Roman Reigns is feuding with Jinder Mahal. Did they? Did they really try? Did they, are, are, is, it, is it just? Is it just? They said, "Okay, okay." Who? Who is will the they guy? boo? And guess what? It ain't working. It's not working. Yeah, I didn't think so. Jinder Mahal has never been cheered this much. Oh man! Um, except for when he was on Three Man Band. Um, Yes, of course. So, yes, but Roman is feuding with Jinder. They're both costing each other opportunities because Money in the Bank is coming up. There are two Money in the Bank matches, one men, one women. I believe there are eight talents um, in each match, four from Raw and four from SmackDown. Okay. So it's going to be a mixed brand match. They've been having a lot of qualifying matches lately. Uh, Seth Rollins, as Intercontinental Champion, is doing open challenges. He wrestled Kevin Owens. I would fire up Hulu to watch that match. Okay. It was very good from Raw. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, apparently, there was some red carpet event, and uh, Charlotte was there, and Ronda Rousey was there, and Nia Jax was there, and at this red carpet event, Nia Jax challenged Ronda Rousey for a match at Money in the Bank for the title. Why? I don't know. That part Why would Nia me. Jax, the champion, challenge... Anybody? I mean, first, anybody, and then, second of all, someone, to my knowledge, who has never had a singles match. No. Uh, although I will give credit to Ronda Rousey, she's wrestling in the UK live event. Like she's wrestling house shows. Uh-huh. She she does she would not need to if she didn't want to. She wouldn't have to, but she is, and I give her credit for that. But regardless, um, it sounds like there was an interview happening, obviously staged. Somebody was asking Ronda if she was looking forward to actually to being able to wrestle some of the competition. Naya overheard, came over and said, well, if Ronda is looking for competition, held the belt up because apparently you go to these red carpet events with your title. Uh-huh. Um, so Naya Jax will be wrestling Ronda Rousey and Money in the Bank. Okay. Do, um, mm, that seems premature, really. But... Another thing you definitely need to watch is the birth of perhaps or the the rebirth of perhaps the greatest team in professional wrestling history. That would be called the B team. The B team is Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. They are now known as the B team. They had T-shirts, which were just white shirts with the a big B in black Sharpie. Um, they beat Brizongo. They won their match, which is the first tell. I, I believe both of their first win of 2018. And you need to watch it just because they win. Bo Dallas pins Tyler Breeze, I think, 
and both of them can't believe what's happening. <laughs> like Curtis is outside the ring, but this is something you don't even need to fire up. Just YouTube it because you'll see it. Uh-huh. Their reaction was amazing because there's this moment of just stunned, like what? And then they celebrate like they've just won every Super Bowl in history. It was awesome. They then, you know, get an interview. Like, Bo Dallas was in three segments, which was amazing. They're calling out Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy. We're on a streak now. No one can stop us. Ah." I don't care where it goes. It was hilarious. Um, It sounds pretty good. I will give it to you. That sounds pretty good. Yes. Uh, So... That, those are things that I would definitely uh, check out. Uh, let me just go through the card for Money in the Bank. So here are the matches uh, that we will be seeing. Let me click on the right link here. All right. So far, we know that Nia Jax will wrestle Ronda Rousey. On SmackDown, <clears throat> they were in London this week. Carmella had a royal celebration. There were... Guys dressed with the red coats oh, and the black furry hats. Just a quick moment you, there. I know sure. we sort of glossed over Backlash and all the reasons why people hated it. But I just want to just call out the fact that Carmella cleanly beat Charlotte to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. She did. Charlotte, the woman who just previously defeated the undefeated Asuka... Proving that perhaps she is the greatest wrestler, women's wrestler, in the world today. Taking all of that heat, all that rub, from from being the very first person to beat her. Yeah. And then she lost to somebody who really cannot wrestle at all. Cleanly. Well, I don't know if this will make you feel better or worse... But Carmella will be defending the SmackDown Woman's title at Money in the Bank against Asuka. That's unfortunate, because Asuka will probably lose. I don't know. I'm not sure. They they, they went all out with this royal celebration, and it was, you know, somewhat entertaining. But Carmella in that big, this was the biggest match of her career. She did a lot of rest holds. And she did a lot of screaming. Now, the screaming, whatever. Mm -hmm. Lots of wrestlers make noise. But I don't know that that WWE is as happy with Carmella as they thought they would be. So, again, this is nowhere near the prediction show. This pay-per-view is on June 17th. It is a month away. The next pay-per-view is one month away. I mean, it does make Um, a certain degree of sense to have her be a little transitional, get it on to Asuka. That way, Asuka has never beaten Charlotte, which builds back to that feud at a later date. For SummerSlam. Yeah. Imagine that's It makes part a certain two. amount that of is, sense. That is, you know, I, at one point I thought it would make sense, and again, you will laugh, that the person who should take the belt off Carmella is Becky Lynch, because <laughs> there's no way she's taking it off of Charlotte or Asuka. She can take it off of Carmella. I mean, that's true. But I think I I think you said that on Twitter, and I think I said yes. Yeah, I mean I could see that, but if they were really going to do that, they'd do it with Naomi because Becky is a joke. So, um, AJ Styles will wrestle Shinsuke Nakamura. This will be match five, four. 
So is it a no disqualification, no countdown, no... AJ and Shinsuke wrestled on SmackDown on free TV. uh, And the winner got to choose the stipulation of their match for Money in the Bank. Shinsuke won, hasn't made his announcement yet because we still have a month to go. But they're going to wrestle again. So... WrestleMania. I kind of hope it's a first blood match, but they have to have a special stipulation, and it's the first man to pee blood that loses. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I'm hoping for a hair versus hair match, because yeah. that, I would love to just have AJ shave his head and go back to short hair AJ. I like short hair AJ. Yeah, he, that's okay. He's that's not bad. Dutch boy AJ. So, the other two matches that are announced again, money in a uh, month away. The women's match only has four definite participants, Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and Ember Moon. Next week on SmackDown, Billy Kay will wrestle Lana. The winner of that match will be in Money in the Bank. Uh, and then there are three other open spots. So what you're saying is that match is a wash. It's either Alexa or Charlotte. Okay. Unless they want to give Becky money in the bank, knowing she won't cash in and just, you know. She the could be match, the Damian Sandow of the women's division. The men's match is almost filled out. It's, you've got Bobby Roode. Okay. Braun Strowman. Gotcha. Finn Balor. Okay. Kevin Owens. Got it. Rusev. Mm. The Miz. Okay. One member of the New Day, which they haven't announced which one, but they had a qualifying match where the New Day wrestled the bar. And whoever won, one member of that team goes into Money in the Bank. I would guess Big E. I would guess Big E, too, but looking at the card, there's not the guy who's going to run and dive off stuff. Mm. So now I'm starting to think Kofi. Um, And the last qualifying match, which, again, will happen on SmackDown, is Big Cass versus Samoa Joe. Uh, Big Cass, rumor, rumor, is that Big Cass is in trouble. Good. Um, he is continuing his feud with Daniel Bryan. He was supposed to go out a couple of weeks ago and just, like, kick him, and that was it. And he was like, but wouldn't it make more sense for me to, like, beat on him a while? And they were like, no, just kick him. And then he went out and beat on him a while. So this week on SmackDown, Daniel Bryan went full shooter and, like, destroyed him like put him in like submission hold. like it was i just read daniel bryan's book Poor like guy. i just read it the last couple of weeks i just read his book um not bad recommended but not the best wrestling book i've ever read uh but his ring of honor character was this no nonsense yeah i'm small but i will break you into pieces makes sense and that's that's what we got nice it was awesome um, that I would also recommend watching. Okay. If, if you've only got two hours, watch Finn, uh, watch Rollins versus Owens, which was very good, and then watch the Daniel Bryan segment, also very good. And that was so on that's where we're SmackDown. Headed. That was on SmackDown. Okay. Okay. The, the women's match, I'm sure both Money in the Bank matches 
will be good, don't get me wrong, but that men's match has a lot, like, I like Strowman, I like Owens, I like Rusev, I like Miz, I like Samoa Joe, and I have to imagine he'll be in it. I would really like to see Samoa Joe with that briefcase. He is one of the best promos that they have right now, and just to have him constantly lording that case over everyone could be so, so good. I sort of expect it to maybe be Braun Strowman, but I just, I just think Joe could do so much with that briefcase. I am inclined to agree. My only thought would be that he his character is, you know, Kevin Owens, like, with that briefcase will be, you know, like, at ringside pretending to cash in just to mess with you. I almost feel like Samoa Joe, if he had that briefcase, he's going to be like, SummerSlam, I'm turning this in, and I'm going to destroy you because... That's just how he is. Having said that, he could very also. I also could see him being like, "I'm going to bring a steel chair out and sit at ringside <laughs> for every one of your matches for the next year." Right, and you will never know. That's what I wanted Bray Wyatt to do with it back in the day. Sure, when Bray Wyatt wasn't just a tag team wrestler. Who sitting in the rocking chair? That's one half of the Raw Tag Team Champions, Bray Wyatt. Ah, got it. Um, yeah. Other than that, you know, I really think we're in an era. That if you don't want to watch the weekly programming... You don't have to. You really don't have to. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's amazing that they have devalued their weekly programming to the point that you do not need to watch it. I think that's a really poor decision on their part, but it's totally where we are. It is, but I don't think that's I don't think that's the intention. I, th- well, I think it's just I, I, I think mm. it's just the nature of things. Right, you've got Raw, which is championed by a guy who doesn't show up, and one of their biggest stars is the guy that everyone doesn't like. Like, well, not everyone, but a large majority. I'm just, of but doesn't fans. that seem intentional? Because they have control over both of those things. That guy who rarely is around does not have to be your champion. The guy you are constantly pushing does not have to be the guy that the vast majority of your vocal fan base does not like. I think they are. They have accepted the fact that Brock Lesnar equals ratings and, you know, mainstream stories. And while that's happened, Seth Rollins has quietly become the, you know, the guy mm-hmm. on that show. Um as well as, you know, Finn Balor and Braun Strowman. Roman Reigns, I think Vince is just being like, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna keep throwing Roman Reigns at the wall until he sticks. And so now they're trying gender. And it's you know what what I thought was interesting was he was fighting gender and everyone was booing. And then he went for the Superman punch and everyone cheered. And I'm like, what was that? Because it was a definitive, like, they popped for the Superman punch. The one move that nobody should pop for. Yeah. It was, it's a very interesting thing with Roman Reigns. But either way, again. All right. But I, more, even you know. more so, I think, I, more than just that, I really do think their problem with weekly television is systemic and that the writing is bad. Nothing happens on a weekly basis. There's no movement. Everything gets, I, I, I guess... I haven't been watching just recently, so maybe it's not true right now. It sounds like they've been doing qualifying matches. They have been spending some time before actually getting these matches locked in place. But at the same time, how far away is Money in the Bank? A month. And 
the men's match is already set, essentially. The men's match will be decided as of Tuesday. So then I have to, and again, but it's you know not what like I mean? the elimination like, chamber. You're not battling for position. Nope. You all start the match at the same mm-hmm. time. Like, so that's so, my point. Like, you could have done one qualifier every week. Yeah. And like given and then there could be there could be as you're getting down to the wire, there could be a, a, a loser's bracket match where where a guy who already maybe lost one now has a second chance. You could be telling these little stories in there that maybe if it was a fan favorite, somebody people really care about that could be getting you hooked and coming back week after week. But they're not doing that. It's not designed that way. They set it up as quickly as possible. And then there's nothing to talk about for three weeks. That'll be the question. Now, granted, that they only have currently five matches announced, so they will have to add some other ones. But you're right. Once we know that hopefully it's Samoa Joe, I'm just going to say it's Samoa Joe. Once we know that Samoa Joe is there because Daniel Bryan and Big Cass have to finish off whatever it is they're doing. I'm assuming we're just going to see a series of matches between those guys. You know, we'll see Balor fight Rude and Owens fight Strowman. Then the next week we'll see Balor fight Owens and Strowman but, fight And, and again, to your point, there's no reason for them to be fighting. Like, it's not like they're jockeying for a position in this match that gives them some sort of strategic advantage. I mean, the best thing you could say is, okay, well, maybe one of them can injure the other one to give themselves uh, a slight edge. But... Like, I would not be opposed to them tweaking the rules of Money in the Bank, yeah. especially when there's two of them. And the rumor was, I think it's been squashed, but the rumor was they were going to do a tag team version. Yeah, that'd be boring. You know, which, again, I don't I wouldn't mind it, but I wouldn't mind if one of these matches was like, we're going to stagger the it's almost like Elimination Chamber, like. You're in the penalty, but, you know, we're going to have a series of beat-the-clock matches, and if you're the the slowest time, you're in the penalty box. Like, you don't start for a little bit, which means that somebody could win, take the briefcase before you even get there. So, mm. but again, we'll see. I, you know, I like what I do, which is I kind of breathe, you know, I kind of skim through the programming and watch what interests me. I think that is the key to overall happiness is if I don't want to watch Roman Reigns, I don't have to. Um, but it is interesting what they're doing. You know, the, the biggest takeaway, and again, this is probably my bias, but my biggest takeaway from this week was the fact that they were go, they're going with Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. They, I expected would not have jobs (laughs) at this point. Yeah, I kind of I expected they that, both, too. I thought they both were We didn't see it. Did they fire anyone? I don't think they have. Huh. Kurt Hawkins is still employed. Zack Ryder's still employed. Mojo Raleigh's still employed. You're right. They didn't do the post-WrestleMania releases. That I'm, now, again, they could do them at any point. Of course they could. But usually they do them in May. Hmm. Late April, early May. And that, they did. That is interesting. So... We have emails, which hopefully will also be interesting. Let me read the rest of Forrest's here to make sure. I'm leaning toward the network shows, talking about what does he watch with his two hours. The UK 205 looked interesting. Are you guys, time permitting, do a, doing a separate Great Britain tournament show this summer? Or maybe the UK besties could join for a special one-off show. Mm. Best, I hope you and yours are doing well, Bosk. The Bosk Forrest thing throws me off. I always feel like maybe I'm not supposed to be calling him Forrest, and it's like, well, maybe he can let us know in his next email. Very true. Um, we kind of, you know, 
we we were do we did the UK, did we do the UK tournament? I don't think did so. We, we did the cruiserweight classic. Yes. And then we didn't wind up finishing watching the May Young classic. <laughs> and to this day, may I add, I still haven't seen it. No, me neither. Um, I don't know what we'll do for you know. Uh, we are coming up. If, I'm about six. If they I'm about do six it. weeks away from having a ridiculous amount of time off. If they so. do it like they did the last tournament, where it's just like one or two a days, week. like there's that's de- what they're going to be. I think there's no. definitely a higher chance that we could do something for that. As opposed to doing it week every week, yeah. Especially if it's a well, bad that was, show, that's week. Well, to now week. that we have the well, well, now that we have the list, we're not you know as desperate for content. Speaking of which, while we're on the subject, um, our next planned show, episode fifteen of the list, is going to be our reconciliation episode where we look at the list and try to see, did we rank everyone appropriately? Are people too high or people too low? We can do that just the two of us, but since we made the list, clearly we're not going to do a whole lot of moves. We need you besties to send us an email. Doc, that email address is podcast at ddtwrestling.com. And we need you to plead your case for a talent. Somebody was just tweeting out, they were a little upset that Don Marie, uh, apparently, I'd have to check the list, is ranked higher than Luke Gallows. Uh, and they, but you know, you know but email us, Brandon Banks. I, I at the moment just just hearing that complaint, I I kind of think it's it's appropriate ranking. Like I I do well, think Don it. Marie should be higher than Luke Gallows. Don't you? Well, and someone needs to email us and plead their case, and we will hear your argument. But yes, and if we agree, there is potential will, for the list to yes. radically change. Yes, somebody can make the case that the fabulous Moolah or Shayna Baszler should not be ranked in the bottom five, and we will hear your argument and make the appropriate adjustment if necessary. So, hmm. all right, but but unless we get those emails, and, and to help you write your emails, you know, you, there's 14 existing episodes of the list. You might not remember exactly where everyone is. The list is. Very fluid. So you can go to ddtwrestling.com forward slash the list. And at that web page, you will see the list as it currently stands. You can actually take a look to see what the order currently is. If people should go up, if they should go down, you can just have that right in front of you as you compose those emails, which again, DC, you will send to podcast at ddtwrestling.com. Um, go ahead, Bosk. Watch the network shows. If if I'm going to check out 205 Live because I've heard Glenn talk about Flash Morgan Webster for a long time, and he's actually on the show. So I will be watching just for that. Glenn, by the way, happy birthday a couple days ago. Our bestie oh, Glenn had a birthday. Glenn, thank you. So and happy birthday of, to him. Also, special shout out to Glenn and to the rest of our patrons. Um, you know, if you guys... We are very thankful, and I bring up Glenn because he he uh, he really stepped it up this month. But, you know, if you guys want to support us and our wacky oral antics, uh, head on over to patreon.com forward slash DDT Wrestling and, uh, you know, sign up. Donate. We would greatly appreciate it. I didn't, you know, Glenn said something, and I was like, oh, maybe he knows of another patron. And then I was like, no, it's the same number of patrons, and then realized that he just oh yeah vaulted up into the stratosphere. Um yeah, thank you, Glenn. Thank you to everyone. I, come on, you know. You, you, 
Glenn's a case. Glenn has proven to be the best of the besties. I think we can safely say that. I love uh, all right. my children, DC. But yeah, I love Glenn most of all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Kidding. Uh, let's go into the emails. Our first email, after, well, Forrest was the most recent email, but we read it first. The oldest email is way back from May 10th, and it comes from someone. I really don't know. Help me. Hey, yo, boys. Which superstar that didn't move brands do you wish did? I think Ty Dillinger would have made a great addition to Titus Worldwide, especially Dana with her stats and the number 10. I also think Van Balor as the nucleus of SmackDown Live was an opportunity missed. Unless he dethrones Brock at SummerSlam at the same event and building he won the title and the Demon vs. Beast thing, as well as the huge pop keeping him on Raw, was a mistake. Yours? Until next time, from the Gold Coast of Australia, Beth. Um, what superstar? I the problem with Finn Balor going to SmackDown is that that's AJ's show, right? So unless you're willing to tell us that story, and I don't know that they are, um, I would like to watch that story. I would like to watch that story too, but I, it's not happening yet, right? Yeah. So because right now we're gonna get the AJ Shinsuke story and then the AJ Samoa Joe story. Did Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson move to yes. SmackDown? They are now on SmackDown. Is there a reason why they haven't been helping AJ? Okay. Don't know. Yeah, anyways. Um, That's a good question. Um, Ty Dillinger moving to Titus Worldwide would have been pretty good. I could see uh He's apparently Dana Brooke. Like, kind of sort of teaming with our truth right now. Oh, that sounds like a good place the for perfect, him. The perfect truth. Let me think. The Off smoking the head, 10. Anyone? Anyone else I would like to see what I'd like to see moved. I really thought you should have moved Sasha or Bailey. And just get that story done. I guess. Like, get your, you know, because we're obviously leading to SummerSlam. I like a slow burn story, but I don't know. I'd like to point out neither of them. Now, granted, there's multiple spots open. And I do think the women is where we're going to get that last chance match you were talking about, mm-hmm. but neither Sasha or Bailey are in the Money in the Bank matches at this moment. Mm-hmm. Great. All right. Our next email comes from one of the best of the besties, since we should love all our children equally. It is our buddy, Glenn. Hi, guys. Back to normal this week with a wrestling question. Which current wrestling gimmick is your favorite? Which is your least favorite? And which ones are all-time favorites and least favorite? Two, thanks as always, Glenn. Do you pronounce favorite and favorite differently if it has a U in it? Yes. Okay. Just checking. I was like, that sounds odd. I think he's (laughs) favorite. Uh Um, All right. Current gimmick being the favorite. The problem is I don't know of a lot of gimmicks happening right Um, now. I think that a wrestling undertaker is a pretty strong gimmick. Both yes, all but time, all time favorite, well, and current because, as we all know, based off of his performance at the Greatest Royal Rumble, he is still wrestling. I suppose, but he's not an Undertaker anymore. Yes, he, he is. just happens to have that name. Back in ninety one, ninety two, he was making caskets. I don't know if you know this, but he had a casket match 
at the Greatest Royal Rumble. Lots of people have casket matches. They're not all undertakers. Like, I haven't they seen him pretty do much any are. undertaking. How many casket matches have there been that the undertaker was not a part of? That is a great question. I know Lucha Underground has had grave consequences. I know that, that Impact caskets. Wrestling has also had some that did not involve him. But in the in the E, there's probably been a few. But I'm just saying. How great would that be? If the Undertaker could like had it in his contract where he could go to other promotions so long as it was only in casket matches, <laughs> the Undertaker versus Mil Muertes in grave consequences. I'd watch it. Um, my least favorite wrestling gimmick is the foreigner gimmick, whether that's the Bulgarian brute Rusev or um, you know don't speak English Shinsuke Nakamura. Although I will say he's Muhammad going Hassan. a bit against type. He he is. He is doing decent with it. Um, it, it yes. It's just, it's Why? so they're not, stifling. They're not shoving it in your face. He's not coming out with a flag. Right, right. He suddenly hasn't adopted the camel clutch as a finisher. And it's my least favorite, probably my least favorite of all time, because it just, it limits people. It makes them a caricature, one-dimensional, static in a way that you know they are never going to really accomplish anything. And it just sort of makes it feel like a big waste whenever they're on television. Um, so that that one, I, yeah. I dislike gimmicks and, and a kind of similar vein. I dislike gimmicks that marginalize, you know, I didn't like Billy and Chuck and I understand that they kind of, you know, turned it at the very last minute, but you know, a gimmick where the thing is that you're gay that to me is, you know, we did the gold dust flamboyant sort of thing back sure. in the 90s when homophobia was still a, like somewhat more of a prevalent thing. It's kind of not the case. Now, granted, that was in the 2000s, Billy and Chuck, but that kind of thing never sits well with me. No. Um, what's your favorite current gimmick, though? The Undertaker. I answered this. Okay. Well, okay. But for, okay. Then the only My other. My least favorite gimmick is. I, I, I am tempted to say Matt Hardy. I mean, that's the only other real just, gimmick there is right now, right? I mean, well, and it's and and now that he's resurrected Bray Wyatt, it's nothing. It's this. It's delete. Yeah, that's all it is now. Yeah, and they've happened to want a tag team title, which is great because I like Bray Wyatt. Uh, my favorite gimmick right now might be Elias. Like that, that sort of, you know, it's, I, he's mm, done to well with it. I don't like that gimmick. I think Elias is a good performer and he's doing great with that gimmick, but I don't think the gimmick itself is special, I, I, I guess. Um, I really liked from the Mix Match Challenge the Braun and Alexa gimmick. I was going to say, what about Braun just in general? Is that a gimmick? I mean, yeah, I suppose he's a monster, the unstoppable he, monster. Who, but that, the but that's wounded, it. that's kind of that's so, he's not Kane. Yeah, but like, but like the wounded Bigfoot monster staggering away from the ambulance match, like that was sort of a oh. gimmick. But coming out, standing, rising from the trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but he's definitely yeah, and certainly since WrestleMania, since becoming friend of the children, um, you know, Heidenreich style. Well, he's not. I was really surprised that, and I guess it is the Nicholas sort of thing. He's now just a tag team. Like, he's wrestled in tag team matches like the last three or four weeks in a row. Now, he he's in the money in the bank. But 
you know, he's teaming it's just, it's with so Lashley. strange that you have teamed... this guy who is legitimately over, who's one of the biggest things in the world. Everybody freaking loves him. And why won't you pull the trigger on him? Why do you keep throwing Roman Reigns up against the wall? I don't I don't understand what this company is doing. The a match from Raw was Braun Strowman teaming with Finn Balor to take on the new team of Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. I don't even know if you know that's a thing, but it's a thing. Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre are a tag team. They will beat Bray and Matt for the tag team titles at some point soon. Okay. Great. So, it's not... I enjoy it. They're not bad together as a team, but... Yeah. Yeah. All right, our next email is an indirect question, and it comes from our bestie, Danielle. Hey, guys. I thought of this question at work when I was discussing some of the differences between the U.S. and the U.K. at work. I was wondering what knowledge you guys know about how the U.K. holiday system works. Is that in the U.K. there's more national holidays, or is it because of time-off technicalities? Note, I feel like this has been discussed on Pod before, but I think it has been some time. For those of us besties in the U.K., you might have to correct me, Doc or DC, if what information we have is incorrect. Cheers. Well, for those Danielle. of you besties, because she's not in the UK. Um, I don't. I have no idea mm. how the holiday system. No idea. Works. I'm googling it. But I, I honestly, I, I know nothing about it to the point where, if you told me it was exactly the same as our system, I would believe you. Um, and if you told me that it was completely different, I would have to believe you also. It is, it is different because, all right, so this is, and again, we're going to call on the UK besties to help us out here, but this is just a quick website. The statutory minimum, you need to get 5.6 weeks off a year, Mm. which can include bank holidays and public holidays. So that's 28 days. You're entitled to 28 days a week, or a month, 20 days a week. 28 days a a year off. So those are just holiday days? Do they not get vacation days? Or is that everything? I'm guessing guessing not. I'm guessing because you say when you're on vacation in the UK, I believe you say I'm on holiday. Mm. So I'm guessing you get 28 days a year off, but I don't know if that counts you know, any and all holidays like Christmas or right. Boxing Day or any of those sorts hmm. of things. So, but again, UK besties, we're calling you out. I had heard about um, a Scandinavian country, I think. I don't know if it was, I don't know which country it was, but I, I think somewhere in Europe, um, that they were starting to give non-smokers an additional six days of vacation time a year to make up for the fact that they don't take the smoke breaks. Um, and I thought that sounded wonderful. And I'm waiting for that to get implemented here because I got to tell you, smoke breaks is the biggest freaking. How many people do you know? Like, again, I work in a school, so there's not a lot of smokers that I'm aware of. I know of one in my, in my district. Um, how many smokers do you encounter? A fair number. Really? Yeah. And do they get like it's not put in your contract, but they're just allowed to go step outside for five minutes? I think minutes it is too. in the contract. They're allowed a certain amount of time every so often. I don't know if it's fifteen really? minutes every two hours or something, but yeah, it's totally really? in there, yeah. Huh. 
never a thing. But that's a great idea. I didn't. Yeah, I think it's a great idea, and they should do it here. And so I'll take my you, six days. Yeah, definitely. Have you ever smoked? Have you ever sm- smoked a cigarette? I've smoked a cigar. Okay, not what I asked, but okay. So no on the cigarette. Um, no. Not that I can think of. I, no. I have not ever smoked a cigarette, but I have smoked a stick. Oh, what? A, literally like a twig. Lit one end. Stuck the other in my mouth. Did you... Nothing, able, nothing happened. You, yeah, I was going to say, I couldn't inhale anything <laughs> through the xylem no. or phloem of that stick, so... No. No. Uh-huh. Just... It's what middle school DC thought was cool. But how many bowls have you smoked? Now that's the question. Zero. Zero. How many pipes? Zero. How many crack pipes? Zero. How many spoons uh, of meth? Alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Eleven teen. No, alcohol is the only drug besides caffeine, obviously. Um, Alcohol is the only drug that I have done. Okay. I occasionally think that at some point in my life I should try marijuana, but I haven't. I think you should probably go straight to meth. You seem like you'd be a really good meth head. (laughs) Thank you. That's the guy who just takes any compliment, no matter how bad it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the way things are going these days, it seems like marijuana is going to be legalized before long anyways, but... How many bowls have you smoked? None. I really don't have much interest. And even when I drink, I really don't drink with the purpose of getting drunk. Like, I'm not... No, you are one of those odd people who drinks because you enjoy the taste. Yeah. Pretty much. I like to savor it. So I don't know. The mind-altering yes. thing has never really appealed to me very much. I like being in control of my faculties. Has that been the hardest part of the the, the two and a half weeks? The no beer? What's been the hardest thing to not eat? Uh, honestly, it's just bread. I mean, just to have a sandwich is... Like I said, but I, I, in all fairness, I figured that out pretty easily easily with that bread so so i don't know it's it hasn't been that hard honestly it's just like if you're sitting at your desk and you finish the lunch that you brought and like because i'm on a campus where like i could walk across the street and i could go and get a donut or a muffin Mm -hmm. or a scone or something like it i'm peckish it's two o'clock in the afternoon i'm not going home for another two or three hours i'd like to eat something but there is literally nothing here for me to eat like that's the hard part to pack it that's now granted i don't have that Ability because I don't work on a campus, but it is. I have found with this diet that I am on, where there is a list of 200 foods that I could eat literally all day and it's fine, um, anything else is just less ideal. Um, that I just like, I pack my lunchbox is overflowing with the amount of stuff that I bring. You know, the I had, I think, like four different fruits, no, five different fruits and vegetables today, you know, so sure, sure. Yeah. Our final email of the evening comes to us from our good buddy Mitchell Monroe. Thanks for lists. So, in an update on my life, since I feel like that's part of being a bestie, and it can't be more out of place than all the weird emails from Glenn and his many lady friends, I am actually 
leaving my position at the church and taking a break from ministry. I bring that up because I had a full-time job interview today, and the list helped me relax and gave me good luck on the way there. Thanks for that. But so I at least offer a question. In the spirit of jobs, what are your favorite career-inspired wrestling gimmicks? It's interesting how our emails sometimes mesh together. First of all, I'm glad that we could offer you some relaxation and a, and a little bit of a break. Uh, I hope the job goes well. Keep us posted. What kind of um, job? I am I am curious about what caused you to take a break from ministry, but that might be too personal of a question. Yeah, um, if you're comfortable, we, we would maybe. Was it our fault? <laughs> That's what I am worried about. No, I'm Is sure it's not. Our confusion on Baptists and Southern Baptists caused him to question his faith. I somehow doubt that very much. but I somehow um, doubt that as well. Yeah. Um, you're going to go with an undertaker. I'm of assuming course. I mean, that's a career, gimmick. so. Um, I'm going to go with either Henry Godwin, the wrestling farmer, or Erwin R. Scheister, the wrestling tax man. Yeah. The tax man was an all-time favorite for sure. But there was a moment where it was just everywhere. You had the police officer, the criminal, the repo man, the, the two by IRS four guy, man, the rich man, the working man, the, the plumber, the hockey player. What was it? The plumber, the plumber, T.L. Hopper, uh, Abe Knuckleball Schwartz, the wrestling baseball player, the Brooklyn Brawler, who was also Abe Knuckleball Schwartz, the wrestling <laughs> baseball player. There you go. But yes, Abe Knuckleball Schwartz. You had the Body Donnas, which was kind of like the Richard Simmons sort of, you know, Jack LaLanne type. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like I should. I, I Sometimes I want to do just a whole separate show just on 90s gimmicks. You had the rappers. Well, as soon as we finish the, the list. Oh, God. <laughs> never. <laughs> never, never, never. Um I'm going to ask from a piece of positivity for life in general, because I know you've been taking a break from wrestling, which is totally fine. But just give me something that that has made you happy in the last few days. Coffee is still good. And, you know, it's a little weird putting soy in it at first, but you get used to it. And then it's just coffee again. And that's why have good. we never seen a wrestling barista? I don't know. Maybe that can be what Elias does next. He's got the look. <laughs> He's got the look. Um, I won't go with, I'll, I'll talk about this. Uh, you know, again, I think I tweeted something like this out. Uh, I don't personally uh, have a lot invested in this, but the fact that Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks and their group can put together a wrestling show and then they have this festival that goes before it. This whole all-in thing, I, I, I applaud them, and I applaud the fact that this is happening. I think it's great. I'm not going to go, obviously. I'm excited that the New Age Insiders are going. They're part of the all-in media team. That's wonderful. They're now an LLC. Did you know that? Uh, do you want to be an LLC? Because we can file the paperwork right now. It takes about 20 minutes I do, I don't, online, but I so. do know that if we want to be employees, we can, we, we can talk about it. I do know that. Does this was, does the status of employee come with a paycheck? Because if so, uh, we'll talk. 
I was one. I expected you to ask if employment had a re, had a re, effect on your Hall of Fame status. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not affiliated, so. Um. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, Jason Maltov did mention it to me when I sent him a message, kind of congratulating him and asking if we needed to do anything, and he was like, you know, you're not employees, although if you would like to be, we can certainly have that conversation. And I was like, I don't think Doc and I are model employees. I didn't. Well, the first, that- that's true. Second, I don't even want to think about what that would do to my taxes. That is the question. That is the question. Because um, even if they paid yeah. me something, I assume that would mean that I'm employed in Massachusetts, which means I'd also have to pay taxes in Massachusetts in addition to my current state. So I, I can't imagine it being worth doing. Then never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think of that, but now that's totally out. I think, well, I think um, you would only pay taxes on whatever income you earned from that, but, but I, I don't know. So that $7.50 we get. Right. So I don't know. But it could, yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Either way, All In and StarCast, lots of people are excited, and I am excited for you because you found your happy, and I love it. Anything else you'd like to say, Doc Manson, before we head out into that glorious... It's still light out. I love summer. Yeah, it's great. Glorious uh, Thursday evening. Yes. I would like to say, fuck gluten. He's Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. And unless you're gluten, won't you be our bestie? <laughs>